This is a Rooster Teeth production. Guys, a lot happened on episode seven. The world is coming to a close. Giant robots are running around. What's going to happen? Let's find out on episode seven of Unlocked. Welcome back to Unlocked, the companion podcast for Genlock. Uh, we're talking season two, episode seven, the penultimate episode. I am Blaine Gibson, one of your hosts, and the voice of Sinclair. And I got a couple friends with me today. Hello, my name is Denise Rodriguez, also known as Cypher Den. We also have dun, dun, dun. Uh, Curtis Richardson, aka Kurt Ritchie. And uh, yes, let's get into it. Welcome to Unlocked. Welcome, welcome. For those of you not familiar with the show, we kind of recap the happenings of the episode. Uh, and then we also, you know, kind of give our thoughts and opinions on where, you know, the next episode might take us. Uh, we interview cast and crew, and we give you a little sneak peek at the end. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about episode seven. This was a crazy episode. Whew. I was so excited to get to the next one because of the <laughs> ending of the last one. I'm like, oh, we have a lot of explaining to do. How was yeah. she alive? What is going on? Uh, I'm happy. That's yeah. good. Yeah, they, they do a lot of like leaving you hanging week to week, and it's nice yeah. to know that we came back to it, and Cammy's Cammy's there, and she's shiny. Yeah. So pretty. She, she's yeah, shiny. She's brand new. She just got polished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she got mad polished. I love the it me come out. I was like, ah, yeah, we're, we're back. That was nice. That was cute. Before we get into the cuteness of Cammy coming back, there was that mm. brutal scene where Migas was like sneaking through the base, and then an energy ah. shield just like chops the dude in half. Yeah, yo, I was like, oh, oh my. <laughs> it's like a daily thing to them now. It's just like, oh, that just happened. Yeah, yeah. man. I, yeah, I wasn't prepared for that. I was like, oh, wait, oh, oh, he's two people now. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, like, I feel bad now. It's like, you should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, we finally got our, our Odin reveal as well. Like that, mm -hmm. that was like, you know, the start of this episode coming right off the heels of the battle from the previous one. Mm -hmm. And now we're like in it, you know, they're activating Odin and he just looks like a, just a big, scary dude. Yeah, like a, like a man <laughs> with an oddly attractive face. Yeah. I, was, I was like, I that found is it very... so funny. Cause yeah, like of all the, all the Holons, right? It's the most human-like, but it's the least human person that, like, they put into a whole on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's Sinclair, but it's not, though, because it's, like, he's just being forced to do all these things. Yeah. My, my favorite was whenever they're cutting to General Marin, and it looks like she's just playing a video game <laughs> with, the, the, <laughs> with Odin, you know? <laughs> POV that of it just running, you know? Is this a game to you? Literally, yes. Yes. Uh, no. I, yes. I love the running animation, too. I was like, yo. Bro, yo, I was going to get into it. The proper form on that man, yo. Oh, yes. Was, beautiful yes. running form. Yes. No, I was going to get into it, but I, I think the thing that I, every time it happened, I was like, yeah. Every time they cut to Odin in a wide shot and he was running, it was like metal music. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, hell yeah. Lane's doing the voice while running. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, imagine something that tall coming at you with perfect running form. That's like me <laughs> every day, though. Like, 
<laughs> Yo, yeah, that that was a that was dope though. That was dope. But we we also we are finally kind of getting some closure on what's going on with Chase and his his literal inner demon, mm-hmm. and uh, I think we were all kind of right. It turns out yeah. that, that that was just mm-hmm. like his subconscious. It was his, uh, the other version of himself that's just trying to break through and didn't yeah. really have ill intent. He just wanted to like break down the barriers. And from what I understand, like if I'm if I'm thinking this right, that version of him technically was the real him. Because that was the first that was the first nemesis they fought, which was the direct extraction mm-hmm. from Chase originally. It's that cheek touch from, from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, it was that cheek touch. Yeah, cheek yeah. touch really does emotional things to you literally this time. And that was wild because he it seems like they formed like together, mm-hmm. possibly. Um and to finally actually understand each other. Uh so that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. It- in their battles, fighting himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's nice, too, because now that Cammy's back, you know, we've been talking about it uh, this entire show, is that Cammy's, like, the heart of the team. And for her to encourage Chase and, to, you know, face his fears and and then finally, you know, like, stop running away from this thing that you, that's that been plaguing you. Right. It was nice yeah. for Cammy yeah. to, A, be telling him that, but B, for people to be listening to Cammy. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. Cammy like, just we comes all- back. Yeah, she just comes back and goes, oh, yeah, you should just go through the door. You got this. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was all, it, all it took was one small girl to finally push him through, but he needed it. That's that's really what he needed, as we've yeah. all been saying the entire time. Like, yo, yeah. talk to him. He act, I, he looks <laughs> scary, but I it sounds like you know what he's talking about. I don't know. This is me. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean we've been I I've been screaming on my screen for everyone to just like listen to Cammy, go like validate Cammy cuz she's just she's just so pure and good. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, no, I mean we, we also cut back to what's going on in the union and brother Tate. He's uh brother he's not Tate. having a good time. Nah. Uh Twilight uh mm-hmm. initiative has been activated and it's like tearing up New York and big scary scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it really was just a bunch of myth. I thought it would be like, you know, a bit more casual, but no, they literally put the entire mist on the city. Uh, it didn't look yeah. like they were having too good of a time, uh, when people were getting, uh, ate up, you know? Yeah. It looked terrified too. Yeah. I mean, understandably but, so. Yeah. <laughs> There's a golden mist just eating people mm. up. I, I'd, I'd be scared. I know that's that's so wild. I keep thinking how crazy it is that uh, Brother Tate keeps pushing. He pushed this onto the people, and they they really don't know what's happening. So he can go for what he feels is true victory. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't know. That kind of messed me up. I'm like, he's like, all right, everyone dies, or yeah. dies uh, with the air quotes, you know. But hey, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's. It's troubling because you you could still see the logic in what he's trying to do, and mm-hmm. he I, he thinks that what he's doing is right, and he's trying to help save these people. Mm-hmm. But the means yeah. to which he's you know means, trying yeah. to to do it, but you know he was talking about, uh, and, and they show it on the map in the beginning. The, you know the union is coming in from the west, and the nature is just like breaking down all of those mm-hmm. uh, barriers. You know it's just like flooding New York. I mean that was mm-hmm. something else that we saw in the beginning was like a, a whole. Uh, stadium just gets flooded with all these people inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was really crazy too. I I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't really get how bad it was until I saw that. So really, the options are death, 
death by nano or working with the polity, which will probably end up in death. Yeah. Which way you want to go? <laughs> There's not really a dub either way. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But definitely it's crazy how to like how brother Tate literally took it a whole nother level. He did that before in the anvil. So he's just literally pushing the boundaries now and just mm. making you go on the other team and no team at all. But I, yeah. but I get it. Like kind of like what Blaine said is that that's mm -hmm. what he feels is paradise. Right. Yeah. And he's like, trust me, y'all trust me. You want this. So yeah. I, I get it. And you know, the dictator, supremacist you don't make your own choices way but mm -hmm. yeah it's tough no no great sides all around well while they're trying to buy time to you know they're trying to outrun uh odin and then they're trying to get to new york and the team's like getting chased town uh i, I like that cammy like she's like now essentially a superhero she's flying around she's yeah. like doing like green lantern stuff you know Yo, like she's shooting things and yo she looks super cool like i was like i was like okay maybe getting eaten by the mist isn't that bad bro yeah <laughs> yo they, she was looking clean she was looking clean i'm scared though i feel like if anyone was to convince me it'd be cammy if someone just shows up like oh look at how cool i'm i'm, I'm like turn me into mist i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> but no i think i think uh cammy's new form it's like the ideal thing for cammy you know she's the a physical and digital being you know she's able to fly mm -hmm. around manipulate things you know use the the mist uh mm -hmm. to to her benefit but she's also like just like hacking a door you like there's just that moment where you zoom in on her eyes and she's just like breaking the code from a door yeah, like, yeah. that's some that's some cool sci-fi stuff i always I, I felt like I that do. was her role kind of, of like like it almost made her role even more right as like the tech yeah girl. now she literally is the tech girl you know she's like, in the air yeah she's in the wi-fi yeah, she is the wife. <laughs> and it's really wild because Dr. Weller strictly said that Cammy was the perfect blend of both the union and the polity. She's the path forward because she's mm. what both of them come together to become, to be something that actually works for sure. Yeah. So now she's on a new, I guess you could say, destiny or mission, yeah. if you will. She got like the iOS upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the new the new mission, the ultimate salvation for humanity is iOS update nine point seven or whatever update they're on. Bunny edition. Yeah. yeah. Although it's uh it is kind of messy. One of the glitches is that she's consuming other people's arms by mistake. Like yeah. she's like, yeah. is like, hey, can I help? And then just like <laughs> hey, are you good? Oh! <laughs> I will say though that Migas was like pretty nonchalant about losing an arm, and I guess in yeah. the future when like yeah. prosthesis is like super high tech, because he had a cool yeah. robot arm, and even Henry pointed out he's like he's gonna get a kick-ass robot arm. <laughs> like no, he said it like no. Trust me, this is for the best. Dog. Yeah, <laughs> I wish cool. my arm would get lopped off so I could get this cool. Yeah, robot yeah. Arm. In fact, Cammy, <laughs> would you? <look> nah. <laughs> nice to meet you. My we leg. Can we talk about Caleb Baby? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so upon um uh Dr. Weller learning about Cammy, something initiates within uh Caliban. The Dr. Weller program fades He's and is free. Yeah, <laughs> and is given the reins to Calibaby to operate, which is really cool. 
Calibati yeah. B became my favorite character right away. <laughs> oh, over Cammy? Whoa. Yeah. Over the giant, disgusting, yeah. five-headed blob, too? Calibati now my favorite. I well, have switched cool sides. This. I'm fine with this. It's, it's, this uh, it goes to show that if you just like cast a child to voice like a, like a character in a cartoon like nine times out of ten they're gonna knock it out of the park and it just it's, yeah. it's so much fun to watch it's very endearing and cute yeah yeah it is adorable <laughs> yeah. but to to mix up with like calababy being super cute like back in the mm. union like I, mm. miranda wasn't the only one that kind of turned tail like she's definitely flip side she's back with Jinlock, and then dr jaw's also mm. having cold feet with the union um you know she you can tell she's not about the Twilight Initiative and what it stands for and just like consuming people without their consent. So Yeah. Her she's, uh, she's had like a parabola arc so far. She was like <laughs> big polity, and then she's like, yo, actually, <laughs> this whole miss thing kinda rules. And then now she's like, actually, ah, maybe I'm on the wrong side here. Um Dr. which is Jess nice. To playing see. Pong. Yeah. She's going yeah, back and forth. It does feel like a game of Pong. Uh, very stressful too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which I'll let hers slide because I guess she was kind of you know, doc, uh, General Marine was like really wanting her to lock her down and stop her in, in all of her mm. work when she found out that you know the Holons were being filled with those like clones of the uh, the Jinlock team. Yeah, you know yeah. she was not about that. But then like I don't I Miranda still leaves a bad taste in my mouth because you know she's I don't know about her man she. She kind of betrayed yeah. Chase there, and then yeah, she turned back, but like, she got Jody killed again. Yo, I get. I was not feeling her. I've said it once, I said it again. I love <laughs> Although you came on the shore, you're you're finally kind of leaning here, but it took you seeing some literal abominations instead of you know killing friends. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool you're here, but I, I'm not. Yeah, we're not all the way cool you yeah. know but i mean that's just me that's just me well she she got jody killed which like yeah there are easier ways yeah, like, to cool. break up with your your book your boyfriend i guess <laughs> yeah he had the worst time honestly yeah. the worst time <laughs> once <laughs> again absolute <laughs> terrible time <laughs> i think i mean beyond that like yeah this was a the, the stakes are heightened and things are pretty dire but like on a character level, a lot of great things are happening. Like Chase is, you know, making amends with this demon who it's just it's just nemesis. It's Chase Prime, you know, mm -hmm. and then they they hug and then they combine. So it's like there's closure there. And then Val gets yeah. their closure with Kazu and Cammy's mm -hmm. back and like has her place in the team and people are like listening to her. It's just beautiful yeah, episode it seems, for all yeah. these things. The, the loops yeah, to close. It seems like everyone's arcs are finally coming together and good timing too because every, uh, we don't really have time for emotional baggage when the world's gonna end you we gotta get it together uh so it was good mm -hmm. everyone came together and thankfully cammy uh ended up having a plan uh yeah which which she mind yeah. shared with uh chase who was who let it happen yeah which i thought I was like yeah. all right we are getting character like i'm glad he's like come to grips with there wasn't like, any cool. uh, he wasn't like uncertain about it he was, she was like I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna send these plans you're gonna mind share these plans to you and he was like all right cool <laughs> i did <laughs> like he was <laughs> yeah so i'm like all right we're going there we're going there well it was, it was nice too because uh cammy also lets sinclair even though odin 
had the best soundtrack and has perfect running form. Yes. She uh, she freed Flawless him. running form. Yeah. <laughs> Sinclair finally got out, which I am excited to see what what happens with him. Yeah, that was I mean, he they put him through literal what chains. He was he was chained I guess in the cognitive yeah. version of himself. Yeah. He was like all chained up, but in reality they just had him in one of those tanks, but I can't imagine the pain of being forced through it. Yeah. Oh, I guess original Chase knows what that's like, but sure. uh, it, it it's so it's so wild to see the everything flip back. Is that yeah. the union did that to Chase, and now literally the exact same thing, yeah. the exact same thing to AT happen happening when Sinclair on the polity side. Yeah. I just not made that connection. That's that's intense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's the exact same thing. Uh, it became so the very I, thing it, they wanted to destroy. It goes to show that there is no none of these sides are truly doing anything right. It's really ends to a means to just beat someone versus going for a philosophy anymore because their philosophies yeah. have encompassed each other. Well, uh, it's all coming to a head. It looks like episode eight is going to be really intense because the team lands in New York. They see what the Twilight Initiative is doing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Sinclair's out. He's got a knife. Wonder what's going to happen with that. Uh, the Hollands uh, are all going to New York. Marin sends them in. Um, is Sinclair going to save all of us? Is he going to do it? With know. with a knife, which yeah. is just a knife. He just runs in perfect form with one knife. He, just, he, yeah, he runs in. That's more he terrifying. starts stabbing the mess. Yeah. Giant monster with perfect form running at you is not as terrifying as a man with a beard running at perfect form at you with a knife. Honestly. So actually, who knows? He might uh he might do some damage. He's our savior. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that was episode seven. A lot of stuff happened. Uh, a lot of like fun character development, mm -hmm. but also some questions like, uh, what do you guys think Cammy's you know role and is going forward will be? You know, Weller talks about how she's this miracle. She's the way forward. Uh, do you think that she's the answer for humanity's, you know, I guess struggle with planet Earth? <laughs> oh, I really hope she is at this point. Everything's coming to a head. Uh, we have natural climate disaster war disaster uh yellow pea mist disaster happening mm. right now uh really she's the only hope because i don't know any other solution yeah yeah she's definitely our last hope at this point like mm -hmm. i don't want to side with anything else because we don't really have much of an option now Right. So if Cammy comes through and goes, you want to be a miss? I'm like, oh, may maybe. I'm like, yeah. I'm maybe. Like, I don't know what else there is. As long as I can yeah, be the I, sentient miss like you, I'm. Yeah. I think I'm pretty chill with it. If I could come back <laughs> with superpowers and kind of just like a nice sheen on my whole body, like you know, yeah, then I, I'm like, oh, sounds like a good deal. That's yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, I'm wondering what's gonna happen with Odin. You know, like he got Sinclair was finally pulled out. Now he's just kind of powered down. He's not running with his perfect form. He's I hope he gets back break. in there, but yeah. like not evil, because we kind of need that right now. We need help. Yeah, yeah. we need help. <laughs> we need help. Well, Cammy last... can't take it on all Normally, on her own. We need help. Well, the last <laughs> we saw of the group was they were like in New York, and they're like, "Oh, this not good." And then like with the screen is just obscured with gold. It's it's the Twilight Initiative is like, yeah. Oh. How do you get out of this scenario? I don't have a solution. How do you get out of this? 
I hope. I really hope they figure it out. I, I feel like it'll have something to do with Cammy, but I, I truly hope they they come up with something. I hope that someone doesn't watch episode seven and then think that that's the finale. You know, where they just see the team get engulfed in the 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 mist, and then they're just like, I guess they all died. Dang. Somber shows. Gee, I'm gonna go take yeah. a walk and think. Yeah. About I guess I got the final closure I needed. Yeah. Oh, well, thankfully <laughs> there is one more episode left uh, where everything's gonna finally be solved question mark we'll see we'll yeah, see we'll see um but in the meantime we have a interview din who are we talking to today next up we have evan narcisse and crystal peluso so today we have two amazing guests crystal peluso and evan narcisse the writers of episode seven so in episode seven we see sinclair being controlled by the polity cam exploring her new abilities and chase finally facing his demons can you touch on the thematic connections between the events and how you guys went through structuring the episode? Yeah, I mean, you know, the one thing that is probably paramount to note is that, you know, we, we pretty much broke all the beats together in the writer's room. So, um, you know, um, people throw in ideas, we fight over them, we agree, we, we polish, we refine. So, you know, I mean, one of the, th the, the themes that we wanted to um, land on pretty heavily here and this season was, you know, how does, you know, our circumstances define our humanity, right? Like um, the, the, the goals we're pursuing, who's mandating those goals, um, you know, and the kind of humanity that is available to these characters when they stop, you know, following like the dogma and um, the kind of uh, programming, like cultural and social programming that they've gotten over their lives, right? So... With Sinclair, it's like, okay, he's a polity soldier. He's a member of the Vanguard, and he thought about things one way, right? And we, we, last time we saw him in episode three uh, come back, um, we were like, oh, wait, you know, the this is a human rights violation, what these poly soldiers are doing to these captured Union troops. So, you know, that starts him on his journey of basically being a, a ferryman um, in, in no man's land trying to get people away from the conflict. So, you know... The fact that he winds up being captured um, and then his own free will subverted by the polity, like, again, is like his humanity doesn't matter to, the, to, to, to General Marin at this point and to the leaders of the polity. They're like, you're a tool, you're Genlock positive, we're going to use you to, to, to drive a haul on. Um, and, you know, you contrast that with uh, Cammy, who uh, her kind of arc has been looking for family and that communal kind of hug that um, she's missed from her, her, yeah, from 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 her days back home. And she went so far to pursue it that she went to the union. She learned about um, what their beliefs are and went all in, literally, into the flow. Yeah. Um, so you know, again, leaving behind um, the beliefs that you kind of believe were foundational for these characters has big consequences for them. Yeah, and just to build off that too, um, you know, in season one, we, we got um, a really solid outline of who our main characters are, and we really wanted to use season two to like flesh that out even more. So I feel like season two really focuses on character development and like diving deeper into who our characters are and their internal and external conflicts with each other and also with themselves. Um, so I think in a lot of ways, our characters are kind of also going through that exploration thematically in this season and in this episode and each kind of coming to understand more about themselves. 
Um, and this episode to me is also just a lot about choice, um, having choice taken away, having it reinstated, uh, the moral dilemmas surrounding choices, and also kind of like the great responsibility and fear that comes with having to make these really important choices. Yeah, like with Odin and Sinclair, what's going through Sinclair's mind that he's forced into Genlock with a hole on? We've seen the polity do that with the mind blob, but not with a person that has control over his physical body. So Sinclair aware about what he's doing and what's happening in the moment? I, I would say yes. Um, <laughs> and part of what he does at the end of episode seven and, and, and teaser for episode eight is like, yeah, he's aware and he has feelings about having his free will subverted and taken away from him. Um, you know, uh, Sinclair was a character where we were like, OK, um, what if he didn't buddy up with anybody, you know, like in, in terms of like the whole uh, 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 yay, let's go team vibe that the main Genlock team gives you. Like, what if he he was more of a lone wolf, right? So someone like that really intensely values his free will and his ability to make decisions. Like Crystal said, like, you know, th this episode is all about choice. What do we choose to do and what happens when that choice gets taken away? Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, he's not happy about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's being forcibly puppeted for a cause that he's adamantly against. Um, I don't think mm -hmm. anyone would be pleased with that. And like Evan was alluding to, like you might have noticed at the end of the episode when Cammy frees Sinclair, he uh, comes to and observes something that may or may not potentially be useful to him in the future. So I think I think his feelings are kind of uh, he's he's wearing his heart on his sleeve in that moment for sure. Now that. Cammy's back. My, my my girl Cammy, I love her so much. <laughs> She's she looks invincible right now after coming back as the flow. Can we get more info on how her flow powers work? This is something we're gonna find out later and the limitations on her superpowers now, you know? Yeah, so I, I like I think that Cammy herself still has a lot to learn about her powers. Um she's mm -hmm. Obviously, in this episode, not terribly in control of them, as evidenced by uh, Miguel Migas losing an arm so that Cammy can regenerate her own. Um, it's just one arm. <laughs> <laughs> and he does get a pretty kick-ass bionic arm, but still, um, but still, she has some learning to do. So I kind of feel like all I can really say about that um, is that we'd, we'd never let any character be completely invincible. So she's definitely going to have her, her flaws. Um, and I would say that that's something that we all talked about in the room, like, both the, exploring both Cammy's new strengths and her new weaknesses in season three. Yeah, um, some of what Cammy's able to do um, is just like an externalization of her already like inherent abilities, right? So she was um, a techie, she was familiar with code, you know, she has a facility with um, machines. Um, so like all of that is just stuff she's able to do a lot quicker. She doesn't need a keyboard, she doesn't need <laughs> um, a cable. She can just kind of like, um, uh, mentally communicate with um, um, computers and technology. But uh, just like Crystal said, there are some weaknesses that, that we kind of tease a little bit. If you watch episode seven um, and a little bit in episode eight, like there's definitely things that her new form um, are, is vulnerable to. So, uh, and, and, and it's a reflection of the kind of like um, point counterpoint, the, the um, abilities that the union and the polity of developed technologically you know there's like a check and balance system right so like yeah. you know here's what the here's what the flow can do here's what holons can do and they kind of um uh, balance each other out so that yeah. same kind of push and pull is um 
in Cammy's new kind of evolutionary stage. All right, let's go to the next question. <sighs> Saying goodbye. <laughs> Saying goodbye to yeah, the man. Yeah, you gotta take a deep breath before this one. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Saying goodbye to the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. Weller. In a super emotional moment, Weller tells Cammy that she is the path forward. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that, specifically what triggered Dr. Weller's persona to move on based on Cammy's new glow up? Yeah, so I think the path forward is something that I would be super excited to explore um, more in depth in season three. Like we started talking about it in the room quite a bit, um, obviously, before writing this episode. And I was like, this is this is some badass stuff. Um, but so clearly there's a link between someone and this is said in the episode between someone being Genlock compatible and having gone into the flow that enables that individual in this case, our girl Cammy to, um, as Dr. Weller put it, survive climate disasters that would kill regular humans. Um, and if you think about it, that's what this war comes down to, right? It's like each side thinks that they know best how to save the human race from impending climate doom. Um, and they disagree on how, and the, the morality behind it is questionable at best on both sides. So at best, um, so I think like finding an actual solution for that, um, finding the, the next step in human evolution could potentially bring about peace. Um, so we're kind of like dangling that carrot in this episode. And as Henry states um, in this episode, like Cammy could be the key to unlocking that. So I think like we set up a lot and we've had some really thorough conversations about like what that could mean, but also I'm not giving any spoilers. So. <laughs> and you know, that digital remnant of Dr. Weller, like kind of lays, lays out the evolution of Weller's vision initially, right? And we've, we've had other characters co comment on it, like Dr. Rao. But, um, you know, Weller was like, hey, I can upload a brain to a computer for, for people with this specific gen genetic proclivity. Um, this might be a way for humanity to, to continue on. But, you know, one in a million, not, not, not a big number. And, um, you know, if you could do this en masse with oh, I don't know, a giant cl nano cloud of nanomachines that floats all over the planet, um, um, that might be a better way. So it's really a fusion of these two technologies um, that is like, again, the flips the switch on the protocol for Dr. Weller. Um, and one of the reasons that moment is so emotional is because obviously the, the father figure and the mentor for these characters is saying goodbye. But the other reason is like, he's handing them the kind of... Um, mantle of responsibility right like if 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 there was a moment where like he's like i'm not sure you kids can do this i'm not sure you're ready you know he would have stuck around but he's like no you're ready um so they really again get to steer their own future um um and steer their own way into the future i should say um which again has been one of the themes of the season it's like okay uh how do we wrest control of our lives and our destiny away from people who just see us as tools um and uh you know th that that program of dr weller had some variables that it was crunching and it was like yo okay i think you guys can do it i'm out and of course wait we have to talk about one of crystal's favorite moments which is you know the, the the tension between um weller and and um and um caliban you know like yeah this program of Dr. Weller is has taken control of Caliban's body. And what happens? 
so Calvin's now free. Like, you guys gotta elaborate on that, because outside of Cammy, Calvin's also one of my favorites. So <laughs> I, I... <laughs> yeah, I have to say, Caliban is uh, also one of my favorites. And I think, like, oh my gosh, it's just so complex in terms of why Caliban is so interesting. Um, and I think, like, I, again, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I do think it's going to be incredibly fascinating to explore Caliban as an individual um, and his own wants and needs. And I would say to everyone, like, stay tuned to find out what Caliban and his basically, like, unbridled enthusiasm are up to next. Um, I'm kind of, like, fingers crossed hoping for that he gets his own spinoff show eventually. <laughs> but regardless of whether he, regardless of whether he does or not, like, we're definitely planning and we've, we've already started um, to have some conversations about that in the room. Um, during season two, you start to just naturally kind of flesh out what a season three might look like. And, you know, you don't want to just put things into season two that you wouldn't bring to fruition in future seasons, right? Um, and, and discussing the series arc as well. So we definitely have started to talk about Caliban's plans and some things he might get up to. But for now, they're top secret. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I'll, I'm hoping for more of that. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for answering our questions, really. And before we go, do you guys have anything else you would like to add for the viewers? I mean, just this journey has been like really amazing, you know, like figuring out where we can take these characters, um, what we can say through them, um, their own relationships to each other, like uh, has been really special, you know, and um you know, like Genlock, like all good science fiction, you know, we try to kind of examine the times we're living in and, you know, the experiences that we all go through individually and collectively and through a fictional lens. And um, yeah, when you get to characters like Chase, like uh, Kazu, like, like Val, like, and you explore their wants and needs and how they deal with stress and conflict, like you wind up thinking about your own practices and whatnot. And um, it's been a wild ride, like, you know, um, um, figuring out like, uh, oh, okay, how do I express this idea through this character and what they're going through? Um, and it's been really fun and enriching. So um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm being really incredibly corny right now, but whatever, that's who I am. Yeah, I agree with everything Evan said. I think it's just been such a pleasure writing for this show because we were able to do some things that you don't always see in adult animation. And I think, um, you know, we were set up really nicely from season one. And I know that season two, we've been harder on our characters. We've put them through a lot. But that's what this experience would be like. I mean, it's the reality of warfare, right? It's not going to be like, oh, I'm an action hero. Look what I can do. It's cool. There's going to be a lot of that, a lot of cool action scenes, but it's also tough. It's a really tough thing to go through. And I think exploring that through a realistic lens was really important to the whole entire writer's room. And I think really diving into our character's development, um, uh, you know, and, and just exploring them in depth, giving them as many layers as we could that were authentic to them was important. Um, and as, as always, you end up writing a little bit of yourself into a lot of these characters and, and a lot of the scenes that you see so um had some intense conversations in that room and it's just a wonderful room to work in um and i'd also say like season's not over yet so <laughs> hold on for episode eight <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for joining us today and answering our questions it was great having you 
Thanks, Dan. Yeah, thank you for having us. It was a lot of fun. Well, as is tradition here on Unlocked, we have one more thing for you guys. Din? The last sneak peek. Oh, the last one. The last last one. one. Guys, I'm getting emotional. parts to fix the legs, but we are nanoproof in here. At least, until it realizes there's meat inside. Chase had better find us quick. I don't care if he saves us or not. As long as he lives. They're all out there. They'll find us. Work fast. Well, it looks like things are pretty dire for that little mech. Uh, yeah. I'm d- they can't let the P-mist in. Yeah, the the P-mist. P-mist. Yeah. It's... Seal it up. He's got to seal up the, the, the cracks the... with the P to drip in. Yeah, we're really coming down to the wire here. Um, this really feels like Endgame, like truly. So, mm. oh, man. In New York, though. Hold on. We live there. Hold oh, on. Oh, yeah. We're back. Oh, no. <laughs> we're in trouble. We need help. Yeah. Okay, I hope Please. you guys aren't your apartments are anywhere near the uh the yellow mist. That's not I, good. I would definitely be dead by now, probably. So <laughs> I'm yeah, sealing I'm, my I, apartment. I got eaten up already. So I really hope I'm Genlock compatible, dog. Just Please. Imagine a little Kurt going up to his window with his coffee mug and just being like, What's that? <laughs> <laughs> like, huh. <laughs> I don't huh. go out so I don't even notice it. I'm like yeah, you it's just another day. Yeah. You just get eaten, but you turn out Genlock compatible, so no. you're still working, and you don't notice. And I'm anything. also an inch taller. All right. Well, wow. yeah, sure. We'll go with that. We'll, well with that. that's been another episode of Unlock. Thank you guys for joining us. Tune in next week. It's going to be the season finale, and we're going to be talking about what happens because I think we're all wondering how does the show end. So uh, join <sighs> yeah. us. See you guys next time. Bye.